To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, numbers for you. New insight into housing and its affordability. Prices are down, yes, but the cost of money is up, of course, and when you balance it all out, housing is becoming less affordable. On average, we're spending 53% of our incomes on mortgages. The long-term average is 38 CoreLogic Chief Property Economist Kelvin Davidson back with us on this. Kelvin, morning. Morning. Anything above 50%, and there are people in this country in Auckland, 60% and Tauranga, 70%, anything above 50% is going to pop eventually. You can't afford that, can you? Oh, it's a pretty big number for sure, and especially when you consider other costs of living. So, yeah, a lot of pressure on household finances. We're not seeing in the stats huge stress come through yet, but it's definitely a risk factor this year, especially if we see some unemployment. And given what's happening today with Adrian Orr, it's only going to get worse, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think this looks like the OCR will go up today. I, I wonder about the past mortgage rates, though, because a lot of this has been anticipated already, and it looks like mortgage rates could be pretty close to that peak. So, you know, we may be near the worst point for affordability, but the thing is it's pretty bad. That, that point we're at is pretty bad, and any improvement will take a long time. So I wouldn't expect an overnight fix for this. How do you explain, when I gave you that 60-70% number, 51% in Hamilton, for example, 53% for the country on average, how do you explain that first-home buyers are in the market with alacrity? Yeah, well, I think the, the point is, on our, on our first-home buyer stats, is their market share is pretty good. When you look at the raw numbers of purchases, they're not that high. So there is a distinction to be made between market share and number of deals. Mm. Um, and what we don't know is how many disappointed first-home buyers there are. So you know, we only do it when they make a purchase. Uh, there'll be a lot of people who, who simply have failed bank criteria or that sort of thing. So for those people entering, it's, it's still a stretch. There's nothing easy here. Serviceability tests are tough, interest rates are tough. So, um, yeah, the, the outlook for the housing market still looks pretty soft. Explain how this works. Why is Wellington and Christchurch so comparatively affordable? Yeah, well, the incomes are higher in Wellington. That's that in a nutshell. So they're higher in Wellington. House prices are lower in Christchurch. So those things sort of balance out. And that's been quite a big shift, actually, over the past six months, is it? is that Wellington's now actually overtaken Christchurch as the most affordable main centre, which people might be sort of surprised about because Christchurch has had that crown for a long time. But shows how things can change. And I guess the, the steep rate of decline in Wellington house prices has yeah. put affordability back to some kind of normality. Still still a stretch. But we, a are, yeah, we are getting into the psychology of it, but I can't and have never been able to understand that if I'm a teacher, a council worker, a policeman, in other words, I earn what I earn no matter where I live in the country, why am I in Auckland paying 60% of my income or 70% in Tauranga when I can be in Christchurch at 45? Yeah, well, that's, that's, a, that's a question that I suppose economists ponder a lot about the, the choice of location and you know, there's family ties, there's those sorts of things. And, but yeah, certainly if it was me, I'd be looking to move to that deeper location. Why not? You're yeah. going to be on the same salary, pay, pay a cheaper house. So, so um, yeah, I'd be doing that. Exactly. What's your call for the year reprices on houses? When do, when's bottom? Uh, I think we'll see the bottom around the middle of the year. This is uh, a rough indication. I think sort of July, August, we could be starting to see that trough. Uh, we might be starting to see sales actually pick up a little bit by then, and that tends to lead to a floor for prices. So second half of the year, we're, we're thinking about that. So the, the first half still pretty soft, but perhaps some brighter signs second half. 
And glass half full, having been around buying houses for a while, 6 to 7%. So let's say that you're right and they're about-ish 6 to 7% and that's where we're at. If you look at that over a long-term average, that's about what we've always paid, if not a little bit less, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably right. I mean, the average is around that's sort of 5 to 6%. So, so yeah, the, in some senses, we're, we're at some kind of normality at the moment. The issue is house prices, of course, have, have mm. got higher and higher and higher over time. So as a proportion of your income, that mortgage payment's gone up. So, I mean, it's never been easy to buy a house. I think that's what's always in my mind. Never been easy. I guess it's just uh, different degrees of difficulty at different points. Always enjoy the chat, Kelvin. Appreciate it very much. Kelvin Davidson, CoreLogic Chief, Property Economist. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.